Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. My name is Nathaniel Martinez, and I'm happy to introduce to you our topic for today. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe or follow our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today, we are joined by Deloitte, one of our key partners who participated in the most recent content sprint for SAP Data Intelligence. Our SAP Data Intelligence product team works closely with partners such as Deloitte to develop specific use cases and content for SAP Data Intelligence. The content developed enables companies to get started quickly on specific scenarios, ensuring quick time to value. Today's podcast focuses on finance data reconciliation with data intelligence. We are joined today by host Lucas Morris and data experts Shin Tan and Kevin Zane from Deloitte as they discuss the key challenges of data migration projects, new capabilities of SAP's suite of data products, and understanding the benefits of the solution the Deloitte team has built. Deloitte did this work during the SAP Data Intelligence Content Sprint. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes to learn more. Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. My name is Lucas Morris, a Deloitte finance expert, and I recently participated in the SAP Packathon. And I'm happy to bring you today's topic on the top data considerations that you need to know now for digital transformation success. Today, we are joined by a few of my colleagues from Deloitte who have recently also participated in the Data Intelligence Packathon Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Shin Tan, and I am a finance recon specialist in Deloitte. Really happy to be on this podcast uh, with you guys. Today. Thanks, Shin. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Kevin. Uh, I am uh, one of Deloitte's many data enthusiasts, and I am uh, incredibly excited to be here as well. Beautiful. Thank you both for joining. Uh, for the listeners on the podcast, we are here to share our experience on SAP's Packathon and also to bring awareness on three key points. Firstly, what are the key challenges of data migration projects that we need to get right? Secondly, what is the new solution of SAP's data product roadmap? And finally, what are the impacts of Deloitte's Packathon team's solution? Beautiful, thank you, Kevin. So for the listeners on the podcast today, we are here to share our experience on the SAP Packathon and also to bring awareness on three key points. Uh, so firstly, it's key challenges of data migration projects, especially uh, within the financial data reconciliation space. Secondly, we want to explore new capabilities of uh, SAP's suite of data products. And lastly, uh, understanding the benefits from the solution uh, that, that the, the Deloitte team have built um, using SAP's suite of data products. So in our first section, the uh, first thing we actually want to bring to the table to talk about is, is data on SAP product, uh, projects. So to yourselves, Shin and Kevin, what have you guys seen? Um, can you tell us about some maybe the unusual challenges of data products and uh, experiences that you guys have had? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great question, Lucas. So when I think about this, uh, the first few things that come into mind, of course, are people, processes, and technology. However, if I was to zone in on a specific area that does stand out, and uh, this will probably sit across uh, all three areas. Um, that, that area that comes into mind, of course, will be financial reconciliation process. Oh, okay. Um, could you maybe help us understand sort of what financial data, data reconciliation is? Yeah, so 
I can speak to that. So I think yeah. um, financial data reconciliation when it comes to you know projects is really trying to make sure that the financial data that you have in your source system tallies up with whatever data that you're going to put into your target system. And I guess in more financial terms for, you know, finance people on a call, it's, it's basically making sure your trial balance, uh, you know, zeroes out and making sure all your financial ledgers in your target system or your new system uh, don't zero out and, are, you know, good to go to be used for, for business both at the account and, and profit center level. So that's, you know, mm. financial reconciliation. Yeah, interesting. So, so I guess you could say that uh, financial data reconciliation is, is basically just ensuring that the opening balance in the target system is going to be consistent with the closing balance in that source system. Is that, is that sort of correct, roughly? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, beautiful. So I guess I imagine that would be quite important. So what would be the impact um, if your data, data doesn't reconcile? And Because I guess in my head I'm thinking, could we not just maybe post a journal in, in the target system to offset that difference and, and resolve? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question and um, very important one as well, Lucas. Um, in data projects that we've been on or I've been on, to some extent, the business can accept some small differences and they do use you know journals to kind of offset. But I think we don't want to miss the point here and 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 bring awareness that what is more important is that um, you know, for every project, how a project is deemed to be successful is is when a project team is able to prove that, you know, there's a $100 value match on the data that, that they've migrated. With the exception of small, uh, non-material differences, but what we really, what they really want to see is to be able to reconcile 100% of their dollar value. Yeah, right. I guess it sounds obviously extremely important to uh, be able to get that 100% reconciliation. Yeah, and, and I guess I'll add a bit more here is, is also... Mm-hmm. Why, why is it extremely important is because, you know, organizations have this, you know, um, obligation to meet, you know, certain compliance or auditory uh, policies when they, especially when they are migrating into a new system, they actually need to prove that uh, they have a 100% re- reconciliation. Yeah. And just to jump in on that as well, um, you also want to make sure you start off with the right foundation as well. Uh, you don't want to have these unexplainable amounts in here to begin with, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, the quality of your input data translates directly to the quality of your output data, especially in your new system as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's excellent insight from the both of you. Thanks so much. And I guess um, hopefully this will bring greater awareness to our listeners, to our listeners on the podcast as to the financial data reconciliation. I guess the question I do have is, is how do we solve any sort of mismatches? Um, what do organizations actually go through if this mismatch sort of isn't correct? Probably involves a lot of work to try to, to work <laughs> it out. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, heaps, heaps of work. Well, and, and I guess to share some insights, you know, on top of the usual um, activities of, of, uh, of, those, of those members, uh, resources will also need to spend time working with the data teams to debug and find ways to, to fix the incorrect data that was loaded. And this, of course, uh, you know, takes time, time to figure out where the issues have come from, what was the root cause of the issue. Uh, an example and something I remember quite clearly from my last project was um, we attempted several loads of the purchase orders as well as the corresponding GRIR records. Uh, and then, of course, this 
this led to several long nights where every member, well, well lots of uh, client members, lots of members from the functional leads team, as well as the program lead uh, himself, stayed eyes awake, just waiting for a solution uh, for us to, to uh, fix, just purely because that's how much we were holding up the entire program. Yeah, wow, it sounds uh, quite extensive and can be quite the impact I can imagine. Um, thank, yeah. thank you both for, uh, for sharing, I guess. Um, what we might do is we'll, we'll shift over to our second key point that we did want to uh, explore today. And that is essentially discussing what, what can actually be done to improve or or even just reduce the risk of failing to reconcile um, financial data on, on these types of projects. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Lucas. Yeah, that's a that's also a great question as well. You know, what possibilities are out there? Something that does come into mind would be uh, SAP did launch uh, their flagship product uh, quite recently, the SAP Data Intelligence. It, it, essentially, what what it does is uh, it, it combines the power of um, integrating, ingesting, orchestrating, processing structured and unstructured data together, which allows businesses to solve uh, the long-standing problem of getting real value out of their multiple streams of data and then turning those into key business insights, which enables that uh, faster decision-making process. I know that was a bit of a mouthful, but uh, so let's summarize. Essentially, this is an end-to-end data management super platform for post-go-live use cases. However, Here's where, here's where things get interesting. We actually recently participated in a partner hackathon with SAP. Uh, with, well, they've, turned that, uh, they've termed that uh, as a hackathon. And what's significant is we actually used the SAP Data Intelligence platform to solve this very challenge of uh, financial data reconciliation during the transformation project phases. Now, I guess moving forward, we do hope to see SAP as well as, well, we do hope to see more businesses adopt and consume um, other edge products that SAP have launched to both you know, solve existing business problems, as well as, uh, of course, during the transformation st- stages as well. Yeah, wow, sounds sound like quite, uh, quite a powerful tool. I think it would be quite interesting uh, for our listeners to hear maybe a little bit more about the experience of learning how to use data intelligence and, uh, and the actual data solution that you managed to build in there, if you could explore that for us. Yeah, of course we can. So I think I'll start by answering the first question on how we learned this new product, data intelligence. I think I can be quite open to say that for all, all of us on this podcast, we were pretty much novice users of data intelligence. I mean, we've heard of the products and we know that you know SAP has this uh, new super platform, um, but we never had the opportunity to actually you know, practically use it or, or put it to a use case until the packathon that, that Kevin had, had just mentioned, that opportunity came along and uh, that, that really gave us the opportunity to get our hands on, on, on this product. So uh, Kev, do you want to give us walk through on how how we learned that yeah yeah absolutely uh it's always interesting learning new products so as as we approached this um and and i guess just having experience we we thought it was actually quite uh well well laid out um we basically had a range of tutorials um where that that were available both on both from sap as well as the various blogs 
And then we also work closely with an SAP mentor that they've assigned us just to help us through any uh, of the other challenges that we've, uh, that we've faced as well. Yeah, beautiful. It sounds like quite a, quite a powerful tool that you guys have uh, had that experience with. I guess, could you uh, maybe take us through a little bit more about the, the actual solution that you were able to build uh, in data intelligence during, the, during this uh, packathon? Yeah, so I guess from the tutorials that gave us pretty much a foundation on things we can do in data intelligence. And, and so what we did was we built a smart dashboard and we also use, you know, SAP Analytics Cloud to really create this dashboard or create this report that would report real-time information um, of the things that were being loaded into the target system. So, so um, let me explain a bit more. In the dashboard, what we can see is the number of records and the number of amounts that were being extracted, transformed, and, and loaded into the target system. And that report that we had would change in real time. So when data was being extracted, you can see the numbers populate up there. And then you'll see once the data is transformed, you'll see the, the next column you know, pop up. And then you can able, you'll be able to see the differences between these amounts as well. Like, and if there's any discrepancies or differences, you can see it, you know, flash in red. Um, and, and that's really powerful for data project teams because what that information will allow them to do is to be able to detect you know, early on that, you know, there's something wrong with the ETL process. There's something that we need to look into to make sure that this doesn't get loaded into a new system because by the time you load it, it's, it's pretty hard to detect uh, you kind of have to trace back and, and try to find, you know, where was the issue. So this this dashboard allows us to get that insight. Um, and I think every every project team should should have this kind of dashboard uh, moving forward because it is a powerful thing that allows teams to work more efficiently. So I, I think the trick would be to find the right tool for this. Um, and as we know, it's it's data intelligence, the one that we used. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Would you, uh, I guess, would you mind elaborating a little bit on what you mean by the right tool to, to sort of enable this? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I guess right tool, meaning that to support your ETLs process, you need a tool that can connect to the source. So for example, mm -hmm. old SAP ECC, you can connect to the new target system S4. And so that, you know, whatever data points, those can flow into the report more easily. So I guess, hope that the listeners on the call can imagine with me how, you know, the capability of team members will be able to be improved if they can, you know, detect all of these issues that arise uh, in your connected source system and your connected target system as well. Yeah, right. It sounds like uh, quite an impressive and powerful tool that's going to that's gonna simplify and definitely hopefully reduce a lot of those errors uh, during that data uh, migration reconciliation process. So sounds very impressive. I guess, um, did you have any sort of, I guess, anything you wanted to share about the, the future of the solution and anything that you in particular envisioned for how this solution will develop in the future? Yeah, thanks, thanks Lucas. Uh, and abs absolutely. Um, I guess after going on this journey and seeing what, what is possible, uh, we, we definitely envision this solution down the line, uh, hopefully, to, to be deployed as an easy to uh, use solution for any and all upcoming SAP S4HANA project implementations. Uh, 
Um, and, and of course, scalable, not just across specific objects, but to all objects across um, you know, SAP's wide functional areas, uh, area scope. We also see, and, and this is something that we, we haven't touched on as too much during our uh, hackathon, is that we also see an opportunity in uh, the, the new data intelligence's machine learning capabilities, which could play a really strong role in predicting and preventing uh, data quality issues, uh, especially as we embark on them across uh, numerous projects as well. That way it'd be, it provide earlier insights, uh, insight reports, uh, predict points of failure, as well as project, um, you know, what the data quality pathway could look like. Overall, I'd, I'd probably say we're, we're, um, we're just very excited about, you know, improving the project experience, especially for those, uh, you know, hardworking people that just, you know, that, that are continuously putting in their efforts on, on projects. What we, what we want to do is we just want to reduce manual efforts so that, you know, they can really focus on, focus their efforts on what they do best. Yeah, that's, that's really exciting to hear. Um, it sounds like a, an incredible asset that uh, does have a bright future in, in relation to how it's going to develop. Um, uh, and you do so obviously sound like an, a very uh, engaged and passionate team that is uh, driven to to drive the solution and the, build the asset even further, um, which is which is exciting. It's, it's been great to hear um, and share with the listeners in relation to your experiences and the solution that you have built. I guess to to close out the the podcast was there was there a take a one takeaway um, that you both wanted to to leave the listeners with today as we wrap up. I guess um, being true to the theme of what we've been talking about here is really for your transformational projects, make sure that you prioritize your data journey um, because what you're going to input into your system is definitely going to affect uh, how you're going to use and, and the output that you're going to get. Kevin, what about what about you? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Just, just seeing what could go wrong, um, I, I strongly recommend anyone embarking on digital transformations to, to really prioritize data headfirst at the start of projects and of course uh, throughout and uh, all the way up till go live. Yeah, that's, that's perfect, guys. Those are some strong messages to leave our listeners with today. Uh, we are at the end of the session. We have run out of time. I just I wanted to thank you both uh, for, for chatting today and for the time you've taken out. I think you both provided some really, really great insights um, that will be really valuable for our, for our listeners today. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, no, thank you, guys. You're so welcome. Uh, if you do want to learn more, please uh, tune in for our next next episode. Uh, but thank you so much for joining and enjoy the rest of your day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Use the links in the show notes to learn more. If this topic is of interest to you, then you might enjoy episode 45, SAP and Deloitte, how SAP BTP enables resiliency, innovation, and growth. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Let's Talk Data podcast.